Hi guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and today's guest is, wow, like beyond phenomenal. I am literally blown away by her brand. Um, it's got one product. The brand has one product right now, and it's literally all you need. And I do not say that lightly. Um, I am so honored, and I am so humbled to introduce you guys to Michael Morrison, who is the founder of her online Michael Morrison skincare. Welcome to the show, Michael. I'm so honored to host you. Seriously. Thank you, Ekta. I appreciate that warm welcome. I'm really happy to be here. Oh, I am so happy to have you. And I cannot wait to dive into the actual um, serum and just, you know, all the goodness that's there for everyone listening right before the um, recording. I was telling Michael how much I am obsessed with this serum after one use. I saw results, no joke, like no exaggeration. So before we dive into that, uh, Michael, I want to get your background and your just, um, you know, all of the things that really led up to you creating your own brand. If you could walk us down memory lane. Sure. Absolutely. Well, it's a pretty unusual story. Actually, my path to entrepreneurship is not a typical one. I actually studied um, English and history in undergrad, and I actually attended seminary for graduate work and uh, spent about seven years in my 20s working in the Middle East, the Mediterranean, and Europe, and the Americas as well in archaeology. So I have a real uh, love for science, and we have great science in our product. It's not directly connected. I don't have a background in molecular biology myself, but that work really fostered a love for scientific research and innovation for me. So that's where that background really helps me uh, you know, create this brand. But why I jumped into starting a company is that I was actually home um, on a break in between two excavations, and I was in a very bad accident here in Austin. I suffered a severe traumatic brain injury, and that really was a catalyst for redirecting my life. I've been very fortunate to make a really significant recovery, but I have a disability now, and so uh, you know, going to places very far away from home, uh, far from medical care, that kind of thing. Archaeology is a really intense lifestyle. And so that just doesn't fit where my health is at these days so much. So, uh, you know, 2020 rolled around like everybody else in the world. I was locked down at home and it struck yeah. me as, you know, this is my opportunity to do something really different. And so that's when I decided I was going to look into starting my own line. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry to hear about your accident, by the way. That's got to be devastating you know to be able to to have to get away from that work that you love so much you know so I but I'm glad that you're here and I'm glad that you you know pivoted and because you've created something so magical here you know and I um I always find myself um talking to individuals who've gone through some true adversity right in their life and they they create so much magic from it and every time I come across that I'm just like in awe right it's just it's like this amazing um realization that even as human beings like even when we go through so much we can still create the most beautiful things so I really um hats off to you you know for pivoting and for coming back stronger that's phenomenal I appreciate that. You know, it really showed me that I had a strength and resiliency that I didn't know that I had and actually yeah. laid a really good foundation for becoming an entrepreneur because it's no joke to start a company. It's not for the faint of heart. And I just come off a couple of very difficult years of really having to dig in and do really hard work. And so starting a company didn't scare me at all, actually. I love that. I love that. And you know what? I don't think much could after something, you know, after what you went through, right? It, it, it gives you that strength and it gives you just... 
I guess, um, you know, just the ability to get through a lot of things people can't deal with. So, I mean, I, I love it. I, I love that you're, you know, you're doing this. I love your brand. I genuinely just, you know, when I used it, I really knew that, you know, you had done more than just your homework. You had gone way extra miles for this because a serum to create results the way it did for me, like just after one use is almost like it's unheard of. You know what I mean? It, I've never seen it. Like, when for everyone listening, I want to just say this before I ask Michael about you know the formula and all that stuff. I want to tell you guys like the story I was telling her before was that um the night that I used it, I had really, really enlarged pores. It was just my skin was acting up. Maybe it was environment. I don't know what it was. I just washed my face that night and all I did was put on the serum, just a normal amount, not even like extra. It was just normal. Two, two pumps, two and a half pumps. Woke up the next morning, literally no pores in the area where I have the most enlargement. So this to me is like the epitome of good skincare. That's what good skincare is supposed to do for you when it's a solid formula, when it's solid backed by science kind of thing. So um, Michael, with that um, preface, I want to ask you about your whole process of creating the, you know, the serum and the technology behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really fortunate when I first got started, you know, I found um, a place where I wanted to work to create a formula and they introduced me to Mr. Paul Primo, who's my acting CEO right now. And I'm so fortunate to have been able to work with him. He has decades of experience in luxury beauty, pharmaceuticals, and personal care, and has really looked to as a Titan of the industry. He's been a huge asset to me and to the company. And he introduced me to Dr. Michael Kahn, who's out of Los Angeles as well. And he works at the Beckman Research Institute and has been a leading molecular biologist and stem cell scientist um, for the last 25 years. And uh, Dr. Khan had been working on this science in a laboratory in a pharmaceutical capacity and had found through his studies that there were potential cosmetic implications as well. So he had started to look for a partner. And when he found someone who uh, was really, really engaged with the science. Um, and myself, we had like a two-hour conversation when we first met. There was so much to cover and I brought a real enthusiasm to the table. I think that was attractive to him. And so we found a good partner in one another to um, you know, have this deal. So we acquired this intellectual property from him. And that's that's the story behind how we got this in incredible science. That's amazing. And, you know, I know you guys have a very um, a patent pending proprietary you know blend of ingredients here which is the beta stem six i believe yes, yes. so mm -hmm. i really want i want to learn about this because i i did some of my own homework and i know that you know um correct me if i'm wrong but cellular longevity is at the center of this i believe right um yes yeah mm -hmm. so i would love for you to talk to us about that technology and really um what the the main focus of it is in terms of skin health so beta stem six is a biotechnological breakthrough. And so what we've created is a new category within skincare entirely called biomimetic skincare, which means that we're mimicking a natural biological process. And to get down to the foundation of how skin works, we are all born with cells that have the ability to self-rejuvenate. But as we age, uh, that starts to diminish over time. I kind of think about it as a, a dimmer on a light switch, that the longer you're on earth, uh, you know, those, those cells start to lose their ability to have that level of activity and erasing damage. So beta stem six is this biotechnology that restores that self-rejuvenating power in your skin. So it awakens the millions of cells that are responsible for visibly healthy skin and recruits them back into the process of rejuvenating your skin. So the result is incredible skin longevity. 
I love that. I really love that. You know, what I really um, think is so important to highlight here is that you're not just putting, like, I I, I looked at the inky, like, you know, um, very, very closely, and I realized that you have all the great stuff in there, you know what I mean? Like for hydration, for peptides that can, mm-hmm. peptides can smooth over, you know what I mean? Wrinkles immediately. And that what you guys are really focusing on here is, you know, you're targeting the causes of intrinsic aging, which I find to be so novel. You know, it's like we can easily find skincare brands that are like, you know, plumping or hydrating and people get this like you know this feeling of oh look my wrinkles went away or look look my scars like you know what I mean like the the pick scar or something got filled in more but that's like a that's something that is not um it's transient is my point right so to be able to reprogram your skin that's a whole different level of science and so I love that you guys have this built in to your DNA you know in terms of the formula Thank you. And that's where my motivation came in uh, to go ahead and move forward with this intellectual property, this proprietary molecule that we have in beta stem six, is there are so many brands that are using the exact same ingredients as everybody else. And so really what you're being sold is, you know, there's some effective ingredients, but there's very rarely something new that enters the marketplace. And many times what people are buying into when they buy a product is a promise that might not really be delivered on and really great marketing. And to be fair, there's a lot of brands that have succeeded in creating beautiful communities of people who really believe in, um, you know, in the brand and the products, but there's not a whole, a whole lot of new science. And so for me, when I was, you know, inspired to start this process, I knew there's no point in diving into a really flooded market unless we have something that's totally differentiated. And like you, I didn't want something that just covered up an issue that you had to use it over and over and over to keep that same result. This gets down to the root of the problem. And that's why you saw that incredible result from that, that overnight use. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And, you know, it's really cool that you saw something, you know, worthwhile and you, you went for it. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs out there, you know, we hesitate, I think as people in general, but especially women, you know, women, for some reason, we always hesitate. We always second guess ourselves, but for you to just say, you know what, this is a really cool piece of, you know, intellectual property. I really want to get involved with this and just to do it. That's, I mean, amazing. I love that. That is such a cool message to spread to all of the female entrepreneurs that are tuning in is to really go with your gut. You know what I mean? And to do it because sometimes you never know, man, you could create something that's just, you know what I mean? Next level. And Michael, I really think you have done that here. I mean, you've, when I am looking at your, your serum, I mean, this is for me personally, as a consumer setting the bar way, way higher for serums. Like really, I mean that, you know, it's like now it's like, you you remember how, like when SkinCeuticals blew up with their, um, their vitamin C and ferulic acid Mm -hmm. serum and everyone was like comparing everything to them. That's how I feel about the serum is that it's (laughs) thank you yeah for real. No, for real. Like, it's like, it's so good that I feel like if you are not delivering on the same level, like as a brand, then you need to re like, you know what I mean? Like reassess, like, what are you doing really? Um, you know, what, what's your formula? So with that being said, I want to ask you actually about the entrepreneurship journey, because you had sure. mentioned that before. And I really want to, you You know, where was the, where did the process begin? Cause I know science takes a long time, right. But then you have all these other things like business and marketing and all this. So how was that whole journey for you? 
and building out the team. So, you know, your first few hires are incredibly important. And um, I've been fortunate that that's actually been pretty easy for me. I found excellent people right out of the gate. And that's how I started my journey is about six months of time where I did some research around who's doing the best work in the space. I interviewed dozens of people, everything from people in, in marketing to formulators um, and, you know, people who'd been really experienced in establishing brands. And that's when I found Paul and just nobody could compare to Paul. I knew I had to have him. So I was really fortunate to be able to work with him. I would also say really hire slowly, um, take your time in that, because once you get the right person in the right role, that's when the magic really happens. So I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by people who have decades of experience in this. And that was important to me because I'm new to this space. Like a lot of, of listeners, most likely, I was a, a really enthusiastic consumer within the beauty industry, but I didn't come from a beauty background. So that's why it was very important to me to make sure I had the key roles filled right from the beginning. Absolutely. That's, that's excellent advice. I love what you said, you know, hire slowly. I really love that. And that's really solid advice, you know, and, you know, one of my biggest questions, honestly, Michael, is, is I want to know, like, you know, working with scientists can often be a little different, right? When you're not um deep, knee deep in the bench uh, research kind of arena. And I, I know for a lot of entrepreneurs in the space of skin health or beauty, um, sometimes it can be a little frustrating, you know, because scientists think the way they do, and they have their own ways of, you know, I mean like being adamant about it so when you were working with um the the wonderful professor that you mentioned earlier um mm -hmm. in California what were some of the things like from your side that you had to kind of like express you know in terms of like what you wanted your formula to be what you wanted it to reflect you know in terms of your own expression through this brand Hmm. You know, Dr. Khan has been a delight from the beginning. And the thing that really stood out to me about him is that he just wanted the science that he had created to be out in the world benefiting people. And so we were really values aligned from the beginning is that I wanted to create a brand that had the health of my community in mind. And he comes from a similar place. He didn't necessarily want to create a brand and market a product himself. He wanted to go back to his lab and continue his incredible work. And uh, we ended up being very, very good partners with one another. Paul has also been great to work with. Um, you know, it was very collaborative in terms of putting uh, things together with our formula. He asked me from the beginning, what is it that you want to be different about this? And apart from beta stem six, which is our huge differentiating factor, I knew from experience the pain points that I wanted to solve. One of those was that a lot of skincare doesn't feel good to wear. I live in Austin, Texas, where it's incredibly hot for about nine months out of the year and humid too. And I've tried so many different serums, moisturizers, you name it that left sort of a tacky feeling on my skin. And so with this, I hope you experienced this too. Um, you know, with, with Genesis, it sinks all the way into the skin and leaves a sort of velvety feeling on top. It's yes. not And so it took us a few iterations of the formula to get to that place where it felt that good and that light while still being moisturizing. Yeah. And I think we hit the nail on the head. No, you really did. And you know what? That's that's so cool that you brought that up because I was going to suggest to everyone listening, this is the perfect serum to mix into your foundation. If you're mm -hmm. somebody who wants, uh, you know what I mean? Like if you want that makeup with skincare benefits thing and you really, you know, 
you guys seriously like I've tried doing that Michael like it's it's perfect for foundation like the formula and the way that it feels and you know that velvety feeling you're talking about it actually makes my foundation go on and look a lot more natural and still mm. maintain that beautiful like semi-matte if you know what I mean like it just it's a, like a natural finish and the reason I'm mentioning that is because a lot of serums will pill up with the foundation. I can't stand it. I know. I, I absolutely hate when that happens. I hate it too. And it's like, you know what? It's like, I don't want to compromise on my skincare, but I wanted to put on makeup. So it's like, you know, it's, it's like this dilemma. And so I feel like you've also, you know, uh, not knowingly solved a huge problem as well, you know, in this space that's now emerging where, you know, a lot of beauty brands are like, Hey, we want to make products with skincare, you know, benefits in them. But it's like, my advice to all of our listeners is always, you know, find that skincare that works for you and then incorporate it into your um, actual beauty routine. So with the serum, you can easily add like a pump or two or whatever you would normally use and then put like just a little bit of foundation and play around with it because it's really, really great for that purpose as well. And so, you know, really great <laughs> formulation. I'm glad to get that that feedback. I hadn't heard that from anyone yet. So I appreciate that. And yeah. you know, a good point to bring up from that is that skincare only works if you want to use it. It's sort of like SPF where there's so many SPFs, SPF, excuse me, that are so uncomfortable or they have a white cast and it doesn't work for every skin tone and um, or it pills up underneath your makeup that you have a bunch sitting in your bag or on your bathroom counter, but no one actually wants to use it. And so making sure that there are formulations that are comfortable and actually wearable is key. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I want to actually also add to that point because, um, you shouldn't need too much skincare either. You know what I mean? You shouldn't need too much of a product. Like mm -hmm. if you're if you're literally layering on like like half an ounce of serum before you feel like you're seeing results, it might mm -hmm. be time to like change your routine. You know what I mean? Like it might be just like that's another thing is like people always say, like, you know, my products pill up, my products don't work with my makeup. And I always tell them, well, how much are you applying? And that's why I really also love about serum, which I think you had brought up um, you know, a little bit ago, was that you it feels so light and that's because you don't need a lot of it. It's very easy to spread on the skin. It sinks right in. It's like you're not wearing anything. So that aspect itself is, is awesome. I love that. I'm so but, glad. Um, yeah, no. So I want to ask you, I really want to dive into the science. I mean, you know, I'm a huge geek. So like, I'm going to, mm -hmm. um, I want to ask you about the science about the beta stem six, because, um, you know, from what I know with stem cell research um, is that, you know, there's a lot of testing that needs to be done in vivo as well as in vitro studies. So how was that approach like, you know, in terms of um, getting those studies done and, and what kind of studies did you guys actually do before coming to market? Sure. So we actually did a clinical study with Dr. Zoe Drelos, who's uh, from Duke University, and she's considered one of the top uh, research dermatologists in the United States. It was also really important to me to work with as many women as I could. You mentioned women before, and I think that's really important um, to make sure that you're diversifying the kind of people that you're working with. And she has just a stellar reputation. She's helped a lot of brands pursue clinical studies. So we did an eight-week study on Genesis itself. So Beta Stem 6 has had a ton of studies conducted on it um, through Dr. Khan for the last 25 years. And so we focused um, our efficacy studies on uh, the Genesis serum specifically. 
And yeah. uh, we have others in line as well. So we did eight weeks before. We're going to expand in the future to one that is uh, over 16 weeks of time as well, because we saw people get really good results, even starting at four weeks. And then at eight weeks, it was starting to really accelerate. And then the study was over. And so we were all sitting around like, gosh, I really want to see what would happen at 12 weeks and then at 16 weeks, because we yeah. saw uh, immediately people see an increase in uh, the moisturization level of their skin. And most people start to report that they see a glow or luminosity to their skin at week four. I have um, an amazing woman who joined us as an investor last year who uh, she called me and she said, I'm seeing a glow to my skin that I haven't seen since my thirties. And I never thought I was going to see again. And that to me was just the best thing that you could possibly say about something is I didn't think I'd see this level of rejuvenation ever again. And she did that felt that was a good day. You know, that felt really yeah. good founder to hear that. And then it's at eight weeks that people really start to see results in uh, discoloration, fine lines and wrinkles, even laxity, which, you know, is, is difficult for a lot of people to take care of without doing something more invasive or painful or expensive. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And wow. I love that. I love that she said that because, you know, um, I mean, maybe I'm the the outlier here in your data points because I saw results in a day so <laughs> I, you know, I'm happy to be that outlier um you know it's honestly I, I love what you said about the women aspect of it as well because you know very few um brands that I see that are truly founded on scientific principles and cutting edge science mind you not just science but like really at the forefront right I mean they're very much heavily leaning on a more male dominant team and I am mm -hmm. not saying there's anything wrong with that. I think science is science, regardless of who is, you know, behind it. But I do think that encouraging women to step forward in this STEM, you know, mm -hmm. career place is so important. You know what I mean? And like, you're, it's like seeing brands like this and then knowing that women are behind it. It's like very, very, you know, it's, it's refreshing to see that because as a woman of science myself, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I have to argue all the time with people about how, you know, no, women are not represented equally, you know, in science, because a lot of times, like, you don't even get the credit you deserve on like paper sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, that's the reality of the world of science. Like, you know, in the world of publications and academia, like that's what happens. And so I love that you, you have taken the stance in a way and said, we're going to just make this, a, you know what I mean? A wonderful place, a safe place for women, you know, in terms of like just being science forward and not being, you know, like unapologetically being science forward is my point. So I really, really like that. And I appreciate that as a woman of science myself. Um, you know, it, it's wonderful. I, yeah, I just want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I do. We live in a really exciting time where change is happening for women in a positive yes. direction, but it can't happen fast enough. There are huge gaps and discrepancies in you know women's place in the world. Um, and I see that as a founder too, in terms of how difficult it can be to fundraise and the, the stories that you hear coming out of you know, female founding experiences are just um, really wild. It's it's difficult sometimes. Although I found real allies, both male and female, um, yeah. that I'm I really really deeply appreciate because it it's not always an easy road. Absolutely, hundred percent agree with you. Um, you know, and uh, going back to the the science of it, I mean, I I noticed that in the uh, ingredients list, there's a lot of really really great tried and true ingredients, which I was going to tell you, I love that you did that because I 
I think that there's this misconception uh, out there in the skincare world where brands think that the more like exotic ingredients they can add as like the baseline of a formula, mm -hmm. the better it's going to be. And that's just not true. Like, for example, like, glycerin is the most hydrating and the most efficacious product you can use to truly hydrate your skin. You know what I mean? And people are like, like they'll stray away from something like that or like, you know, the use of peptides or the use of, for example, um, you know, what was the other, like dimethicone, for example, you know, they'll stray away, but it's like, these are really, really good ingredients for that baseline formula. And I love that, you know, your brand is showing that because what I see from my eyes as person of science and a consumer is that you have a wonderful base and then you've added this great technology on top of it and it's just making what's you know what I mean it's, it, that's allowing that technology to work better because you're creating a base on which it sits and the reason I'm even saying this is there's a lot of brands that are very very science heavy but here's the thing you guys still you know you, you can't just have like a great patent pending technology without having a great tried and true chemical base formula you know what I mean mm -hmm. so like that's where I find your product to be so unique is that it's very like it, it's like you're not trying to reinvent the wheel in the wrong places you know what I mean like it's it's there it works and there's this amazing technology on top of everything else so with that said I want to ask you about the actual manufacturing process and the formulation process how was that working with the chemists and working with the formulators and getting them to you know do this like formula was it like a custom formula how did that work yeah, so it's totally custom, which is more expensive as people in the industry know, but totally worth that investment. And like mm -hmm. you said, it is a simple formula because we wanted beta stem six to really be able to shine. And I think that's what we've been able to do. But like you said, great skincare should be simple. It shouldn't be overly complicated. So the peptides that we have in the formula are meant as a foundational base, like you said, to support uh, beta stem six and to really allow it to shine. Uh, the process of creating the formulation, it took like three or four times alone, actually, to get it exactly the way that we wanted it. We knew it, we wanted it to be uh, simple wearing, you know, like easy to wear on the skin and very comfortable. Um, and I knew I wanted a serum right off the bat as well. It's hard to mess up a moisturizer. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty easy to make sure that your skin is moisturized, but making sure that an active ingredient is in the right environment to thrive can be a little bit trickier. Um, but the lab that we used, it's also woman owned and run by the way, which was one of the reasons why I chose it did just an excellent job. They made it really easy. Yeah. I mean, I love how you articulated that. That's so true. Like the, the baseline formula and, you know, here, here's the idea is that with stem cells, right. We're working with, I always say this on my podcast, when you're talking about cellular level um, mechanics of how skin uh, transforms and changes. And, you know, when it comes to seeing results, you have to realize that your skin, because it's an organ, it requires a specific, what we call in science media a media. So media mm -hmm. is basically just the essential nutrients you need. You know what I mean? It's just literally when you culture cells in a petri dish, you add on this, you know, this liquid that's got all the nutrients in it. And that's really how I see a baseline formulation when it comes to skincare is that, that, you know, the base, this is what's going to really help something work and to really like kind of provide those essentials. So my whole thing is, is that with the stem cell part of it, were there certain things that you guys realized that, you know what, we need certain ingredients that might not be so common in order for our technology to work, whether that's a delivery system or whatever it may be. Was there anything like that? 
That's a great question. So I think one of the misconceptions in skincare comes when people think, or it's really because products are marketed in sort of a misleading way, that someone has bottled stem cells and is selling it. That's not what we've done. We have an ingredient that works on your cells. So it attaches to cells in your dermis and works from there. So, mm -hmm. you know, there are other brands that talk about, oh, we have uh, like fruit oriented or fruit derived stem cells, but stem cells are species specific. And so um, putting a plant stem cell on your skin isn't going to do a whole lot for it. It's not like it's going to seep into your skin and change the way uh, like your things are working on the molecular level. That is not at all how that works. It's not biocompatible. So there are, yes. that's part of our challenge and our opportunity here is providing uh, some scientific uh, you know, research on our website, and then also opportunities to learn about that kind of thing. And that's one of the approaches that we're starting to take on Instagram in particular is providing a little bit more context around how stem cells work, because there's, um, there's a somewhat of a steep learning curve with this kind of thing. And it's exciting for us as a team to find creative ways um, in talking about how this works when uh, the general public, it just hasn't seeped down from the upper, upper echelons of science to everyday people quite yet. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, uh, uh, just to add to your point, like, you know, you guys are working with a what you called, you know, a biomimetic system, which implies, you know, the use of stem cells, in my opinion, because stem cells are the ideal biomimetic, you know what I mean, like uh, blueprint for any anything, you know, and so when you're talking about like, cells that have not differentiated yet, whatever they're going to be doing, that's like watching life come full circle. You know what I mean? Like when they yeah. start to mature, when they start to differentiate, that's when you're really seeing what is making cells thrive in this specific area of your body. And I think that by studying that specific area, you that's where you get the innovation. You know what I mean? And over-the-counter products. Like that's really, really interesting to me. Um, and I and I actually want to um, you know, get more information from you about this bio biomimetic label. You know what I mean? That you're um you're putting out there that, you know, what is your interpretation of that? Like the word? Sure. So we're mimicking a biological process that happens naturally. So scientists used to think that stem cells died off as you age and they don't actually, they're with you throughout the, throughout your whole lifetime. They're technically immortal cells. And like you were saying, um, some people call them the progenitor, progenitor cells, um, mm -hmm. because they make all the new tissue, they make new blood. It's, um, Kind of like mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Like this is the mama cell that creates everything else. And so uh, that's where, you know, if you're working in that capacity, that's where you can make a big difference in skin. And so that, that natural process of creating new tissue that isn't damaged and can erase uh, the damage that's accumulated, that's that process that naturally happens in our body but that slows down as we age. And so this molecule is based off of uh, Dr. Khan's 25 years of research that found that he could interrupt that process of decaying um, you know, suitability of, of stem cells to be working in that capacity and uh, turning it around. So that's why it's such an impactful ingredient to have in skincare. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really interesting because, you know, I'm really curious um, with this whole wave right now of everyone talking about epigenetics, you know what I mean? It's it's like it always comes in waves, right? <laughs> like people are now on, on epigenetics, like it's like the newest thing in the world, but it's not. Um, so I'm really curious because, you know, when you're talking about uh, working with things that helps 
stem cells differentiate. One thing that I've always wondered as a researcher myself and from my own work is that, you know, epigenetics, um, when you were looking at the new cells that have turned over, right, um, you can, I think, I, I don't want to say you can, but I hypothesize that you can kind of, you know, modulate this epigenetic, um, you know, blueprint on top of those new cells. Because oh, that's fascinating. You, I didn't heard that before. You know what I mean? Like it's like I think that there is a that like that really is a huge thing because at the end of the day, like, you know, when you when your DNA or something gets methylated, which is what epigenetics talks about, you know, these little uh random molecular groups get added on on top of your DNA, you know, the chain and the the molecular structure. What happens is that it's going to change the way genes are transcribed, but you can also, like with stem cells, the interesting thing is because they are so, um, you know, just like you said, like the mother cell, you can reprogram things on a genetic level with them. You really, like, you know what I mean? So like that kind of um, level of science, I think could really target this epigenetic um like I guess concern that we have around aging because it's it's going to be able to target how new cells are now being formed you know so this is a really cool area that you're getting into because I mean you know for just for future direction like I can definitely see it you know someone doing the research and finding this somehow because it, it makes sense yeah, I hadn't. I, thank you for sharing that. I hadn't heard that before. I had heard yeah. more about epigenetics from a mental health perspective, actually, and how we inherit things that can be passed down from past generations. And so some of the things that you're experiencing in your own body might not have originated with you. And so that's that's the context where I've been, um, you know, learning more and, and reading about epigenetics. So it's fascinating to see how that could really be applied here. That sounds like there's a lot of potential. Absolutely. And also things like you had mentioned mitochondria, you know, like, for example, people always say, you know, mitochondrial DNA, you get it from your mom, which you do. But at the end of the day, like, you know, this whole hype around epigenetics right now is that, you know, you inherit your epigenome. Um, and that is true. But here's the thing with mitochondria, we know that they're the cell's powerhouse for energy. So what you're doing here, and I've noticed with your, your formula is that you're really helping those cells get energy. You know what I mean? Like help with cellular regeneration of energy. And so when you do that, that can really bypass a lot of maybe um, like, you know, bad programming that's been there, you know, in a person, it might, maybe you're a person who, you know, lacks energy or on a cellular level. You don't know. We don't know that, you know, about ourselves, our bodies, like you never know. So when you're approaching things on this level of like, just truly like, you know, you want to bypass that problem, you can do it by kind of giving your body a boost in a way, if that makes mm. any sense. I mean, I mean, it's hard for me to describe <laughs> what I'm thinking, but um, it's a very interesting area of research. Let's just leave it there, you know? Yeah. A, well, it sounds like yeah. you really know what you're talking about. And that's one of the benefits of being a science first brand is that yeah. we have science advisors and Dr. Khan and Dr. Fujang Ruan that um, as, as part of our arrangement, you know, if they make any future iterations of this molecule, different generations, um, or different molecules entirely, we will have um, first right of refusal for that. And so that's what's really coming down the pipeline for us is further scientific innovation, because that's what I really want us to be known for as a company, as you know, a group of people that's continuing to push the envelope on what's possible in skincare. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love it. I love that. And I love what you're doing because you're really, I mean, this is, you're on to something for real. Like, like I can honestly see your brand becoming like a genuinely a gold standard because if your serum is doing this, like, I don't even want to like imagine, you know what I mean? Are you going to be coming out with like more products, like a moisturizer and stuff? Or do you think the serum is like 
um, the way to go right now for a while. So we'll probably be in market with Genesis uh, for the, probably the next year or so. I really want to make sure that that's you know well represented in the industry and that people understand what we have prior to jumping into another product. But I think when we make new products, they're going to be treatment oriented. You know, there's some products that most lines do eventually come out with, like a cleanser and a toner and things like that. But those aren't necessarily ones that we're going to be focusing on from the beginning, just because some of those things don't stay on your skin very long and basically. Yeah. Stem you really want it to be on there. So if you were to wash your face with a face wash with beta stem six in it, you wouldn't get the benefit, you know? So, uh, we're, we're looking into creating more of a product pipeline for 2024. There'll there should be some, some pretty exciting things coming down the pipeline for us. Can I request that you make an overnight mask? <laughs> sure. I'll write it down. <laughs> Please. I really love overnight masks. I feel like your product is like the ideal product for that. I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what you guys come out with next because, you know, like I said, this serum, you guys, it's magical. It really is. I'm, I mean, science is magic, but I mean, come on. You know, how many times do you see something that's just like really revolutionary, right? I mean, that's the feeling I had as a consumer when I first tried the product. And I like, just I can't rave about it enough because it's just something that works, you know, and in the world that we're living in now with all of the influencer marketing and like, you know, people who have like thousands of skincare products and just the clutter of it all. I mean, we need to simplify, but at the same time, not lose focus on efficacy and putting science first. So that's why I'm just like, I'm such a supporter of what you guys are doing, Michael, because this is a great product for anyone who is like sick of their skincare routine because it's not working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not doing anything for you. If you're one of those people and you've got like four steps or 18 steps, just take a minute and realize if it's working or not. And if it's not working, this is the place to go. Go get the serum because oh, this will, uh, no, seriously, because it's a bar, it's, it's, you've set a bar, you know, and I, and I really don't say that lightly. I'm, I genuinely don't because it's, it, it's something we need in this industry. We need more of that. You know, people have been screaming from the rooftops, minimalism, minimalism. Okay. Yeah. But you, you want me to be min minimalistic, but uh, compromise my efficacy of my products. Mm -hmm. That's that's just you know what I mean. It's like it's like fixing one problem and creating another one. So that's where mm -hmm. I find you guys to be so unique. You know, it's like you're really are the the optimal minimal efficacious product. So I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, that's the space that we want to occupy for sure. And to your point, people are turning toward more clinically proven brands. And that's where I was coming from as a consumer is I was frustrated, like you were just saying about lack of efficacy. I've tried hundreds of products. Um, yeah. I really started getting into skincare when I was 15. My mom, thank you, mom, really told me um, <laughs> to get into skincare and protecting my skin from the sun from a very young age because she had a hard time with skin cancer and still does. So that's been a part of my worldview for a long time. I've tried hundreds of products since I was 15. I'm 33 now. I can probably name four or five different products that I go back to over and over and that I have on auto ship because they actually work. There's that's all the money, you know, all the time, energy and loyalty as a customer that I put into brands that really weren't delivering for me for the past like 15 to 18 years. So it was just wild. And so people really do deserve better than that. And the story that I'll share briefly that represents this perfectly is I was at Target one time picking up a moisturizer because again, you, you can find really good moisturizers that don't necessarily have to be very expensive, but I was in the skincare aisle at Target and this woman came up behind me and she said, oh, just pick one. None of them work anyway. And she picked up a product and she went and she spent her money on it. 
That's, I think people are used to experiencing. I hope it works, not I know it works. And I think that's how we're going to be creating a heritage product with Genesis, um, with Beta Stem 6 in there, because people will be able to know reliably, this works for me. That's crazy. I can't believe she said that. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. That's so true. That's right. Yeah. It's everywhere. You'll, you'll hear it at Sephora. You'll hear it everywhere. It's just, there's a lot of really fun products. People are encouraged to buy them because they look really beautiful and I'm a sucker for good packaging. So like, I, I understand that, but at the end of the day, we want our products to work. I mean, you also have great packaging though. Let's be real. <laughs> Thank you. I really loved our designer. And um, what you see on that packaging is actually a human stem cell. So the things that kind of look like little bubbles, that yeah. our, that's our nod uh, to what we're doing with beta stem six. And I'm not sure if you had noticed, but on the side, we actually have Braille included on our packaging. I did well. notice. I, I freaking fell in love as soon as I saw that. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. That, that really was part of our effort at making this very accessible and human centric that, you know, my, my own experience with disability opened my eyes to how inaccessible most of the world still is, even after the passage of the ADA. And so we have a long way to go. And as a founder, it's really important to me to use my perspective and what I've experienced in life to make the beauty industry more, um, more accessible to more people. Yes. And I completely, I, I can't, you know, salute you enough for that. I, I remember when I first got the product, I was like, oh my gosh, she's got the whole explanation in, in Braille. And I was like, this is amazing. I've never seen a brand do this before. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's just so like in sync with your, with your vision, you know what I mean? And what the product really represents, which is what you said, like, you know, it's science guys, it's accessible, accessible science. There should never be a product that someone can't utilize because they don't know what it is. You know what I mean? There should never be that, that we should never have that as a problem. I completely agree. And it's easy to fix. That's the thing. It took us less than a week to figure out how to do this and to find someone uh, to pay to create that for us. And it's not very expensive to put on the box. And um, so I hope it becomes industry standard. That's, That's part of my hope is that we you know, start fostering more of a conversation about including more people. And the beauty industry is changing in that regard. I'm really excited to see that, that we're seeing more diversity, different uh, gender expressions being present and, you know, influencers being paid that it's not just 20-year-old white women anymore. It includes a higher demographic. I love that we're seeing different ages too. That's one of the things that we're going to be branching out into as a brand as well. You can be beautiful at every single age. And so the idea that there's this very narrow window of time where you get to be included is just BS and it's old and outdated and really misogynistic too. It's time for it to go. I completely wholeheartedly agree with you and you know it it when you were talking I was just thinking about this because I had a friend a long time ago and this I, I pro like this is an interesting story because it really links to what you said and she was blind you know and um by birth and the thing is she said something to me and it to this day stays with me and it stayed with me through my medical training it's here now in my practice and she said what people don't understand is that blind people are not we're not less off you know we just feel mm-hmm. all of our senses the other senses more so mm-hmm. when they touch their like you know if a person who can't see can feel more than we do because we have vision imagine how they feel when they touch their skin it must be a completely different you know mm-hmm. what i mean experience and 
You know what I mean? And it's like, so to be able to create a product like this and then make it so accessible and then someone who, you know, who might be in that situation can understand what you've created and then utilize it and then feel, I mean, that's, that's a whole different level of serving humanity. You know what I mean? Like that's really, really great. And I, I love that. And I love how much thought you put into it. I mean, I just, it's genuine. Okay. It's genuine. And that's what I don't see enough of anymore. You know, in the beauty industry, we all grew up, you know, reading magazines. We all grew up in consuming beauty products and, you know, and brands and marketing teams love shouting from the rooftops about accessibility, sustainability, all these things. But really like how many people do you know that are actually genuinely doing the right thing with that you know what I mean like there's maybe a handful of brands I can think of you know and so it's like a very very big milestone that you've created here and I I really I, I again you know you're setting the bar you're setting this bar very high and I'm really happy to see that you're doing that thank you I appreciate that I was really inspired by my family actually I'm very fortunate to come from people who worked really hard created incredible things for themselves and then shared their wealth literally with other people and their success benefited not just themselves, but other people. Everything was very values oriented. And so I, from a little girl, I had that experience of watching people who were older than me do the right thing. And so that's been in the back of my mind since I knew that I wanted to put a company together is how can I bring something forward that's really different, that actually meets a need for people. It's differentiated. And at the same time does good for the community because we have such an opportunity as business owners to change the world. We really get to define a lot of the conversations that people are having. And so we get, we decide what are we contributing to the conversation? Is it more of the same or are we pushing the envelope? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. And it's a everyday decision that you have to make. Yeah. hundred percent agree with you. You know, and I, on that note, I really want you to speak to our audience because, um, you know, going through something that's very, very difficult in your life and challenging and really facing an adversity and coming out from that, I would love for you to comment on that and 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 give advice because I think there's not enough people out there that are able to share that perspective. So I would love for you to give some like advice to the entrepreneurs out there who feel like, you know what I mean, something in their life has hindered them or, you know, they're going through something and they have to come out of it. Hmm. I appreciate you asking that. You know, it's interesting because I haven't had somebody to call about this, especially my first year when I was starting to put this together. I didn't know anybody else who was a brain trauma survivor that I could call and say, honestly, how the hell are you doing this? How are you balancing your health and starting a company and trying to hire the right people and trying to stay on top of the sheer number of emails that you're getting every day? How are you doing it? I've had to do that by myself. And that's one of the reasons why I was motivated to share my story is I don't want people to feel alone because entrepreneurship is difficult. I think people sort of make martyrs out of themselves a little bit with the the entrepreneurship thing. Like it's it's awful. Like it's so, so hard. It's challenging, but it's also so much fun. So, um, you know, I, I want to shed a light on how wonderful it can be as well. I have autonomy over my life that I wouldn't have otherwise had. So I'm very, very glad that I've pursued this. But I would say, like, reach out to people around you. And in sharing my own story, I'll tell you, I woke up to two LinkedIn messages today and four voicemails from people saying, I heard a recent interview with you where you were talking about your traumatic brain injury. I've never heard someone talk about that. 
I have a disability, my child has a disability, or I take care of somebody else in my family who has one, and I've never heard anybody talk about it before. And that was proof to me just this morning that I'm on the right track, because it was a conscious decision for me to share this. It's very personal, and it was very, very difficult and traumatic to overcome. But to me, I got to the point in my life where it felt like this is worth it to share it with others, and honestly, to make myself vulnerable by opening up about this kind of thing, because I want other people, when they start a company to say, I did have someone to talk to, I did have somebody to call, because they decided to share their story. I would also say, do not disqualify yourself. The world will try to do that for you. I mean, the number of times that someone has said, oh, you have a TBI, not necessarily around skincare um, and, and the company, but in other aspects of my life and have written me off. Of like, oh, she can't do it. Or I, I wouldn't trust that she'd be the right person for X, Y, and Z. We have a perspective. If you have a chronic illness or a disability, you are bringing a different perspective to the world that builds value that nobody else can build. So I would really encourage you to look at that as an asset. It's not easy to do. I have daily management of my health that I have to take care of. And that can be a bit of a lonely road. It's definitely challenging, but I wouldn't change anything that I had done. I'm so glad that I've been honest about my situation as well, because it helped me attract not just the right investors, but the right team members who've been incredibly supportive of me. So there are ways to do it. It can take a little bit more doing, it can take a while to find the right people. But once you do, it's, it's a treasure, really, because I've gotten people walking this path with me who really believe in me. And that's honestly helped me heal a lot emotionally from the experiences that I've had. I love that. Oh my gosh. You need to be like a motivational speaker. I feel like. <laughs> for real. No, because you're so genuine and I absolutely love everything you said. And I, gosh, you know, I, I, I'm just almost speechless because it's so accurate and I love it. And I hope everyone listening out there, you know, you really got the message that Michael is saying. And I, uh, you know, I can't stress enough how important it is to build that community. Like she mentioned, I mean, you, it, it's a very powerful thing to have a support system, you know, and it's a very powerful thing to find your own tribe, you know, and, and so I really love everything you said, Michael, and I am a huge fan of everything you're doing. You are really, truly a visionary, and I cannot wait to see what, you know, the skincare brand comes out with next. And, you know, for everyone listening, I'm genuinely telling you from the bottom of my heart, you know, Scout's Honor, this <laughs> line is phenomenal, you guys. Like, I'm talking next level of skincare. This isn't just your average serum. This isn't just another hyaluronic. No, this is a serum that is built to reprogram your skin to be as beautiful as it can be. You know what I mean? To work as it was designed to work. So I want you guys to start thinking along those lines when you're investing in your skin health, when you're investing in things that, you know, are going to make you feel better, not only the way you look, but, you know, your consumer habits too. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's a really, really important thing that we all have to do this kind of self-reflection about and figure out what is good for us. And, you know, the, my goal on Skincare Anarchy is always to give you guys options. And I, and I can guarantee you that this is one of the best options we've had on the show. So I really encourage you guys to check out the brand. I will be tagging everything in the concept art for this episode. And Michael, you are amazing. Thank you so much for the honor of coming on my show and for, you know, for educating me and our entire audience. It's truly an honor to have hosted you and to have chatted with you. 
Thank you. This has been such a lovely conversation. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much.